Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. Westplex 107.1. Shelly, did you miss me less or did you miss me more? I missed you a lot. Oh, man. The weekend's gone by. All sorts of crazy stuff. We have uh, stuff to talk about, things that happened on Friday. You know what today is? It's hard to believe. Today is. You ready for this? You'll never guess what today is. What is today? It's the last full day of summer. Is it? Yeah. Tomorrow, I can't remember what time, but tomorrow fall kicks in. So today is the last full day of summer. Is that crazy or what? So... It, it's pretty crazy, but when do we fall back? Well, you know, it's funny you should I mention heard it. Was it. No, well, it's funny you should mention that because of the fact that I said, you asked me this, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, and I said the last weekend in October, and technically I'm right because it happens on November 1st, but that's a Sunday. So the weekend starts out in October. And matter of fact, it's going to be interesting because Halloween is going to be on a Saturday. Uh, I don't think it's been like that in a while. Anyway, Halloween's on a Saturday. And then at 2 o'clock on the next morning, on November 1st, we fall back. And it goes back to regular central daylight time. So we've got, geez, another, another uh, what, 40 days? No, yeah, 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 about 40 days, 39, something like that. So uh, uh, anyway, so, uh, and, and I was correct in that they did move that uh, years ago where they moved March uh, back a month and, uh, or, you know, in other words, the, the, the spring forward moved back a month, if that makes any sense, and the, the fall back moved back a month as well, too. So they essentially gave us almost two full months additional of daylight savings time. And some people okay, say we should just fair. get rid of get rid of the whole thing and just have, you know, year round. And there's some places around the country that do that. You know, that's sort of weird that like you got these little places in in uh, uh, Indiana, certain counties have. Uh, uh, can you imagine that you live in one county like be like St. Charles County? Like right now, we'd say, hey, it's 630 in St. Louis County, but it's 530 in St. Charles County. It's like, OK, why would you do that? But and, and I believe that would be weird. I believe Phoenix, or maybe the entire state of Arizona, does not uh, does not uh, um, you know uh, go by it. So they're on. It's sort of weird because they go back and forth. They go back and forth between Mountain Time and West Coast Time. So uh, like right now, I believe it's five thirty in Phoenix, but when they when we fall back, it'll be eh, how does it work? Something like that. I don't know. I mean, it's. I, I know that when I've done... I can I've, never get it. Well, I can never get it. I just ask Alaska. I've done, I just ask Alexa. I've done business with uh, with people in, in Arizona through the years, and I always have to remember, okay, let me think. Is Are they two hours behind now, or are they one hour behind? So anyway, that's the deal. Uh, anyway, we are BS in the morning. Lots of stuff to talk about this morning. Um, all sorts of crazy things politically with the uh, the death of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And by the way... I know, I know. I saw that movie. Uh, do you know what movie I'm talking about? It came out, I don't know, four or five years ago. Is, I don't remember what the name of it is, but I know which movie you're talking about. They call it a biopic. And that's I guess that's some somewhat new vernacular that, that they use in the entertainment industry. The idea being is it's like a biography, but it's really sort of beefed up you know what i mean it's sort of like 
uh, it's not like a true biography where they talk about, you know, you know how it is in a biography, they always talk about, hey, the guy's a great guy, except he did this and this and this, and he was a terrible person when this happened, and he, and he beat his kids, and he hit his wife in the head with a two-by-four, but other than that, he was a great guy. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like the, the you know how, you know what I'm saying? Like... I do. You know, like so. That's how it was with her. No, well, no. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was Hollywoodized, and it was done. You know, it's like I mean, because you know, there was a movement. What they call her, the notorious uh, RBG. Now, what's interesting for me is anybody in in the TV business knows RBG is standing for red, blue, green, which essentially is the the color guns back in the old days. Uh, the color guns in the in the in the cameras it was RBG, and to this day, you still sort of see that referred to as RBG as a certain kind of output of video. But uh, I can't remember that movie came out. Let me look. I want to say four or five years ago. Uh, RB, I'll just put it RB. Um, and and it was interesting in the respect that once again this is yeah 2018 no that that I don't think it was I thought it was older than that intimate portrait of an unlikely rock star with unprecedented access the filmmakers explore how early legal battles changed the world for for women I don't I think that was the that was the uh, that was the documentary, but she had a thing. Yeah, okay. Here's here's the the biopic was on the basis of sex. That was the uh, the movie, and then apparently there was a biography biography called. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, uh, it, and and I saw the movie, and what was interesting was, and it and you know, and you have to think in our lifetime. Here's a woman who graduated from law school with honors and couldn't get a job as an attorney because she was a woman. And, you know, once again, you and I have talked about this. Remember, recently, we had the 100th anniversary of the amendment that gave women the right to vote, the suffragette move, uh, you know, uh, movement. Yes. And, yes. and I'm thinking to myself, and I know I'm going to get myself in trouble when I say this, but... You have all the blacks who are complaining about, well, we haven't been able to vote, you know, until the sixth. No, that wasn't the case. You ha- they had the vote, which dated back to the 1800s, the black men. And once again, talking about being double discriminated against, if you were a black woman, uh, you couldn't vote until the black men could vote after World War II, or excuse me, after World War II, Civil War. Uh, but the black women couldn't vote until 1920. Um, and why aren't you rioting? Why aren't you in the streets, uh, you know, looting and smashing windows in and throwing things at police? Why, Shelly, I don't understand. Why aren't you women doing that? Maybe maybe LBB, a little black book, needs to put together a couple riots and things like that. No? Um, they're not riots. They're protests. Peaceful protests, <laughs> oh, yeah. air quotes. Yeah, peaceful protests. And um, oh. we don't do that. Yeah. So, but why, why don't you? I mean, you know, I mean, think about that for a it's minute. It's just not something we do. I mean, in our lifetime, there's a woman, unfortunately, who died on Friday, who graduated from law school and couldn't get a job because she was a woman. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, okay. I don't quite get that. I do get it. And, you know... I don't, God, it sounds like I'm trying to go like, what a great guy I am. But man, I've, in my day, I've hired a hell of a lot more women than I've hired men. And I would rather have women work for me than men any day. Because you know why? Why? 
men are like, whoa, I'm the tough guy. No, I'm the tough guy. No, I'm the tough guy. Uh, Some women are like that, too. Well, not <laughs> many. Not many. I mean, most of the guys are like, you know, hey, don't step on my turf or I'll, or you'll have to get a knuckle sandwich. You know, you don't get that. Although I did get a knuckle sandwich from a woman, but that's a whole other story. So deserved. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hard listen to you. Yeah, one of my employees, <laughs> a Karen, a, literally a Karen, punched me in the face. So now I can say, yeah, yeah, watch out for those Karen. A Karen punched me in the face. So, anyway. Uh, it's 636. The weather over the weekend, we'll have the weather update. But is did you notice how weird the sun is? Because it's like that hazy stuff, and that's all the smoke from yeah, the... Yeah, that's from the firefighters. Yeah. From the fire, not from fire the firefighters. over in California. Well, not the firewalls, just the fires over in California. Well, I call it firewalls, yeah, but, yeah, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I what? figured out. I figured out a lot of problems in the world. Uh, I figured out why. Of course you did. No, seriously. I figured out why Donald Trump is sort of the way he is and Joe Biden's way way he is. You know what it is? What's that? Global warming. Of course. I figured that out. That's what it is. Matter of fact, you know, when I went through the drive-thru yesterday and they got my order wrong, global warming. Sounds about right. <laughs> it's 636. Westplex 107.1, Kelly Clarkson. And what did we say the other day? The American Idol was, that was 2012, wasn't we said that? Wasn't 18 years ago? We looked that up, remember? Was yeah, it? we did. 20, I don't remember what it was, no, but it not, was quite a bit ago. No, 2002. So yeah. she's, she's eight. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I gotta look at it again. I can't remember anything anymore. What's your name again? <laughs> You forget it quite a lot. It's Shelly. Hi, Brad. I put in Jelly Clarkson. No, K E L L Y. I'm pretty Jelly sure it was two, 2002. No, I'm wrong. Yeah, no, 2002. Yes. Uh, American Idol. Uh, she rose to fame in 2002 after winning the first season of American Idol. So that was the deal. And then we figured it was it was two or three years later when it was Carrie Underwood. It was 2005, 2006, something like that. Something like that. Uh, next hour, going to talk about Jimmy Kimmel, which is sort of interesting. A couple different interesting things happened last night. And also, did you know the Emmys were last night? I did not, but yeah. I don't have TV. I mean, I have a TV. I just don't watch well, the, the news or local stations. And once again, there was no audience. Are, are, I have to tell you, it's one of those things where, I don't know, is this the new normal where we don't have an audience where you look at the baseball game and they've got cardboard cutout people you know, behind home plate and, and you know, there's empty theaters and people are performing to empty seats and... Man, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy stuff. Red it is, and I hope that this isn't our new normal. I mean, before we pivoted, when this all first started, we pivoted. How about... So we're done pivoting. Now we're adapting. How about Rockwood School District? You hear this about what's going no. there? Oh, my God. We'll talk what? about this next hour. The The superintendent there is is stirring the pot. He's uh, he's essentially uh, throwing shade on, uh, on Dr. Page. And what's interesting is, uh, let's just put it this way. If you have a football field or a baseball field or some athletic field that uh, high school kids would play upon and you're not in St. Louis County, he may be renting it renting interesting yes 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 i heard that um it's either wentzville or fort zumwalt i think it's wentzville that's going back to four days in person five days in person when effective when are they doing it like a semester break or, or a quarter break or something like that no immediately 
Yeah. Huh. You know, the, that's the, what I heard, you know, and I, I don't know. People tell me things like you, for example, and you tell me things and I'm like, oh, okay, bloop, 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 <laughs> you know, eat it up with a spoon I've, and it's a big fat why. I've never, so, I've never told you anything like that. Oh, every day. I've, Are you kidding me? I have me? never told you anything like the arch is going to be painted pink. I would never tell you anything like that, even though it's true. Just do you know stop. That? Do you know that for, for breast cancer awareness, they're going to paint the arch pink? I'm 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 not even going to entertain that. Seriously? Brad. Well, as a woman, you should be concerned about that. They're going to paint the arch pink. No, I happen to like the arch silver, and I think that you're full of BS. Hey, and by the way, did you know? Did you hear the story about Lida Cruz? Ignoring mo- you. Did you hear the story that Lida Cruz moved out of her house? She did what? She moved out of her house. Where'd she go? Well, an I don't know. They, location? Yeah, an undisclosed location. It's like I think there's a couple other mayors that have done that as well too. I think the mayor in was it Seattle or Portland moved out of his. He had a condo and, and they were protesting his place all the time. And then like over the weekend, uh, the protesters showed up at at uh, at uh, Senator McConnell's house down in Kentucky because you know he's he's essentially saying we're gonna put a new a new person in this. He's going if she talks, she talks like that. I'm I'm, I'm Senator McConnell. I'm going like, you know, and the crazy thing is, you know, you know what's weird about that? What? I'm older than he is. <laughs> and he sounds like he's like 30 years older than me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God, I talked to somebody over the weekend that I had some business to do. And, and I'm telling you, I, it's one of these things where, you know, like you, you, you email back and forth and stuff like that with clients. And, and maybe you've never actually talked to them or you text or you email and, you know, you send them a proposal, stuff like that. And then, you know, the you know, thing was, hey, you know, call me. I've got a question. And I called this person and it was like, oh, my God, what a voice. It was crazy. I wouldn't know because you didn't talk to me over the weekend. I stayed away from you. Yes, you did. Purposely. It was a Shelly-free weekend. I had work to do. And you know what? I got a problem, and I, maybe I should talk to you about this off-air. I got a problem that has never happened to me, but on at one of our sites. Yeah. I, I won't say exactly where as of now because I don't want to cause any, because people will know where, like, you know, certain places we have are. Uh-huh. Uh, I have an abandoned car. Really? Yes. And it's not one of mine, which is sort of interesting. It's It, it looks like something I would drive. And it was funny because on Friday it showed up, and I go, oh, I wonder whose car that is. It's parked in the parking lot. Not mine. And then when I went on Saturday, the license plates are gone. And someone has stuck a piece of paper on the dashboard so you can't read the VIN. You know how the VIN number is, is visible? If you look through the windshield, you can see it. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, somebody stuck a piece of paper so you can't read the VIN and it's all locked up. And I'm going like, okay. Isn't that illegal? Well, but see, the interesting thing is, you know, like you see, here's the problem. I got to call, I got to call our uh, client, uh, Patriot Towing, who does this all the time. Um, you know, how, you know how sometimes you go to parking lots and you see a sign that's posted. It says, "Posted, you know, abandoned vehicles will be towed from this, you know, location and towed to, you know, X Y Z Towing and things like that." And yeah. I think there's a legal procedure you have to go through. You just can't say, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't see. I've never done it before. So I don't know if you have to call the police or stuff like that. And and essentially, uh, because, see, here's the problem I get into is I'm thinking to myself, okay, 
I need to call the police because otherwise they'll be calling me saying, Hey, there's an ab- you got an abandoned car in your parking lot. Hey, it's not mine. What do you mean it's not yours? It looks like something you drive. Well, I know, but, <laughs> but it's not mine. Come on now. You're kidding me? It's not your car? It's missing a wheel and the windshield's all broken out? No, it's not my car. <laughs> so, Is a, that really the shape it's in? Oh, yeah. It's not in the best of shape. You know, it's got a nice straight body on it. You know, I mean, you know, the engine's probably blown or something like that. You know, but but like I said, see, there's a procedure on that. And I don't know exactly what it is. Like I said, I'll call I'll call the good folks at Patriot Towing. By the way, if you need towing, especially in Franklin County, these guys are great. Uh, we run ads for them and they are really, 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 really good. But there's a procedure you have to follow. And I, I believe that's what the deal. You have to mark your parking lot saying that if a car is abandoned for more than 48 hours, it will be towed. And then there's a procedure that they have to follow, and they have to impound it, and then you have 30 days to get it out of impound. And if you don't get it out of, of impound in 30 days, then they can apply for a salvage title, and it's theirs, and it becomes their vehicle. Um, you know, uh, and th- is that what all the long pink? plastic tape is on these cars that are on the side of the road no that's the police market they they just market that that's been checked in other words they check they market that that nobody's inside there's you know nobody's sleeping or anything like that yeah and 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 typically they do that as well too that you have so many so much time to get your car off the interstate if your car breaks down on the interstate they a lot of times you'll see the tape on it and you'll also see a sticker on the back and they put a date and time on there so that another cop on another shift could come by and say, okay, you know, this thing's been here for three days now. And I believe, I believe you got 48 hours to get it off the interstate. I think that's the way it works. And then same deal. They call a towing company. Towing company takes it. They take it. And, you know, and, and remember we talked to those guys um, at the, um, um, the, small, boys. the small business. Yeah, the big boys guy. And he was talking about yeah. how they have all these. They were cool. They have, have all these cars. And the problem now is if they're newer cars, even if they end up as a salvage title and they're theirs, it's super expensive to get a key made because obviously if it's abandoned on the interstate or banned someplace, somebody, you know, they, they probably haven't left the keys. So you got no keys. And in the old days, you could have a locksmith come and change the lock. But now it's complicated because some of these cars have like the, the you know, security system, the interlock and the paths, you know, the passive a- a- anti-theft system and all that kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. And it may cost you hundreds, maybe even, I know some of the real expensive cars. I, a matter of fact, there's a company now. I saw this the other day and I thought to myself, you know, that's sort of an interesting thing. They'll insure, are you ready for this? Your key fob. And for $150, you pay insurance, and if you ever lose your key fob, they will pay to have a new key and your car reprogrammed. Because some of the cars, it gets to the point where it's pushing, if not into four figures, it's high three figures. So I, I know uh, someone I knew, had a uh, their son had a Cadillac, and she told me the story that he lost both sets of keys of the Cadillac, and... They went to the dealership and bought the uh, the the key and, and then had a you know bought it themselves and then paid to have a locksmith come program them and and it was like seven hundred dollars by the time they paid for the key and the locksmith. I'm going like, whoa, really? yeah, wow. it was super expensive because just like your car, you don't have the the key key anymore. You got the push huh. button, 
So right, but and there's I have a key key that opens up the door, but right. that's it. But there's more security on those because of the fact that you don't have a physical key that goes in the ignition anymore. Correct. There's, there's more levels of security, and that's why it takes all sorts of programming and, and computer whiz bang and stuff like that. So anyway. I don't know how we got talking about that. It is 6.57. Westplex 107.1. Do you agree with that song, Shelley? I absolutely agree with that song. Matter of fact, I think it should be the anthem for 2020. I told somebody the other day, they said, what's that song you're playing? I go, well, that's the edited version. I go, like, F20, if you listen to it on YouTube, it's uh, it's sort of like, what was the song we couldn't play? There was another one we couldn't play. Uh, Love and uh, and uh, Anne Marie was was lonely. I'm you know anyway, <laughs> and also oh, also also uh, super lonely. Speaking of that, super that's, lonely. That's that's got all sorts of edits in it. Okay, it is seven oh six. It is BS in the morning. It is a Monday morning. It is the last full day of summer. Hard to believe that. Uh, tomorrow, I don't know the exact uh, time it kicks boots. in. Yay, uh, boots. Boots. Yes. Aren't you supposed to? And wasn't it? Isn't it tomorrow? You're not supposed to wear white anymore. Isn't that what the deal is? You can wear no, white. That's after Labor Day, but I think that's out with the bathwater. Well, so in other words, you can. Those are actually white shoes, but that's that's people can do whatever they want to do now. So Labor Day is you're not supposed to wear. Um, um, you, you know, I, I I heard something the other day. It's pretty funny, and they called it they called it being. Are you a season pusher? Have you ever heard this before? No. And I agree with it 100%. Because once again, you know, you've heard people like, you know, like, well, you know, the day after uh, Labor Day, you know, uh, this past, this past, uh, you know, this past, um, um, you know, Labor Day we had. People going, hey, it's not, it's fall now and summer's over. And this person calls them season pushers. Because they say that it's a season before it's actually a season? They're pushing the season. And their example is, okay, you have a season pusher is that they're essentially saying, okay. And what's interesting about it is the same thing with Memorial Day. Hey, it's summer. Well, no, it's not summer for about another month. Because summer doesn't kick in till like, you know, the, the third week in, in June. So in other words, when it's Memorial Day, it's like, hey, it's the start of summer. No, it's not summer. It's still spring. And it's spring, you know, all of, you know, uh, the last week or so, last 10 days usually of June. And then July and August, the entire months are summer. And then you have uh, what we just have right now. Today's the last day of summer and tomorrow begins fall. I'm trying to find the official time. Uh, Tuesday, September 21st. Uh, excuse me. It's Tuesday, September 22nd. Uh, when is fall? Calendarpedia. Trying to find the exact time. Uh, I don't want that. Get out. Uh, I can't find the exact time. Uh, when is the fall equinox? September 8th. It's sometime tomorrow. Let's leave it at that. I can't. Normally they give you time. It you know, kicks in officially at 522 tomorrow morning. Stuff like that. I can't find it. Okay. Um, last night was the... Emmys, and it was interesting for a couple of different reasons. Okay, first off, Jimmy Kimmel came out of hibernation. And you know why he was in hibernation? Did he say or do something that caused him to uh, be out of the limelight for a little while? They purposely things uh, cool down. slow down? Yes, they purposely... You know, I mean, the people, the people at ABC will never admit this, uh, but they took him out of circulation because... A bunch of stuff came out about he did stuff in blackface. Now, 
To, to, oh, I remember that. That yes. is so ridiculous. Well, now, They've been doing blackface to, forever. Yeah, but all these people have gotten in trouble for that. But, but okay, now, the other thing is the thing that always cracks me up is I'm thinking to myself, no, hold on a minute now. Not only are the, you know, the, the, racist, the racist component of him doing blackface, the sexist component, if you go back and you watch any of the editions, I don't know if you can find them anymore or not, of The Man Show, him and Adam Carolla did this for a while, and one, they had a couple different skits on there, and one of them was they had shall we say, attractive young ladies who were um, well-endowed upstairs. That Would that be a nice way of and saying? scantily clad. Well, they had bikinis on, and they, so, had, yeah. them, they had them jump on trampolines because they wanted to watch <laughs> certain, certain parts of their bodies bounce, okay? And then they had this deal where Jimmy Kimmel would go out in the street, and he'd do like a man on the street, and they would approach young, attractive women, and they would play the game of what's in my pants and he would have something stuffed down his pants and the women were supposed to feel around in his groinal area to figure out what was in his pants and i'm going like and now, now this was these shows were like what late 90s i remember the man show me and my husband used to watch it well i don't remember any of that oh yeah yeah, yeah. they did they that was that was one because it must not have oh, been yeah. too offensive oh, because no, 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 no they did it all they did it all the time i don't think he was on every single episode but it was one of the recurring themes they had of the you know the scant the, the women in bikinis you know who have large breasts shall we say jumping on trampolines was that like in the 70s and 80s no this was like the man show was like i think the man show didn't come on tv till till um Till uh, um, till uh, anyway, um, I don't know. Here, let me look at it. I, I saw him. I was just looking up this a minute ago. The the, the bio on him, uh, because what's interesting is Jimmy started out in the radio business. Okay, the reason I bring this up, and some people have been being saying, "Move on." You talked about this before. I know. And once again, Jimmy dodged the bullet, and they sort of put him into hibernation on purpose, so that it- that. It started in 1999. 1999. Okay. So, last night, he did the Emmys, and one... And here's the interesting thing. I'm going to ask you. I heard this this morning on one of the the top-of-the-hour newscasts on the radio station, and they were giving the winners of the Emmys. And one of the big winners of the Emmys is this show called blankety-blank creek you know what i'm talking about no the name of the creek is i'll spell it s-c-h-i-t-t that's the name of the creek s-c-h-i-t oh yeah yeah but but don't say it that's actually a place don't say it though Oh. Because I'm saying, I'm saying, and I heard this on the network newscast, and then announcer says, and Blank Creek won three Emmys last night. I'm thinking to myself, now hold on a minute now. <laughs> That's one of those words we can't say on the radio. How can you say that? On the, how, how, how can you get a pass on that? So, so in other words, if some guy would name his kid, you know, S-C-H-I-T-T, and that was his first name, could we call his, his name out on the air? I don't know. Other people have done it. Well, I mean, but but you know, once again, like is, your like your friend. Who's my friend? Your weather friend. My weather friend. Re- re- refresh my memory. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hugh. 
Oh, well, that's different. That's a kid's name. Why he, is that different? It's no different. Well, no, hold it now. An anus, no. you can talk about that because that's 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 accepted medical term. If you have, you know, you can talk. See, that's, yeah. what's, that's what's weird is you can, there's body parts that you've, if you call them what they anatomically are, you're okay. But if you use the slang, you're not. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So. You, are you talking about, oh, you know what, thanks for giving me oh, the chance to play please this. Please don't. Thanks. I'm sorry I even brought it up. Let's thanks. pretend thanks. like we have a do-over from the last two minutes. That would be great. Okay, thank, here it is. Here's, here's, here's Henry DiCarlo. Okay, you ready? Here he is with birthdays. Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary, and Hugh Janus, turning 10. <laughs> Hugh Janus. Thank you, Brad. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am so sorry I brought that up. Oh, I laugh every time I hear that. I know you do. You're such a man-child. Man-child, 12. I remember. I shouldn't say this. I love stupid stuff like that. One, one, one long time ago, believe it or not, when I actually had friends and I, I go out to dinner with friends, we went to this restaurant and one of the, one of the waitresses' name was Pepper. Okay, and on the PA system, they paged her a couple times. They'd say, "Pepper to the cashier stand, Pepper to the cashier stand." So they did this like the third time. I go, "Okay, I've had enough." So I picked up the pepper shaker and I went over to the cashier stand and I put and I gave it to the gal on the PA. And I go, "Here you go." She goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "Well, you just said Pepper to the cashier stand. There's Pepper." And she looked at me like. What planet are you from? And like it was like one thousand one, one thousand two. She just said there one thousand three, one thousand four, one thousand five, and then she just breaks up laughing. It was like this delayed reaction. It was like because she finally got it. Yeah, I guess because yeah. you know, and it was one of those things where it was like to me, it was like okay, that's that was sort of funny, but. You know, but now think about it. Certain people, what I'd get punched in the nose for that. You stupid jerk! You making fun of me? We got a girl named Pepper. So you're saying she's like an assault shaker? You know, you you know nowadays you can't do that. You know, you can't joke about stuff like that. Hey, her name's Pepper. You got a problem with that? It's not like the stuff that's in the shaker. It's Pepper. That's her name, Pepper. Right? Yes. Did you know that there was a lady named Pepper there? Yeah, or were yes, you just because because being because silly. no, because of the fact that 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 I saw her walk by and she had her name tag on that said Pepper. So because why would they be calling Pepper to the cashier stand? It was somebody who worked there, and it was something about I can't remember what it was. I mean, it was you know it was something about I don't know some somebody's bill or something like that at the bar or whatever the deal was so they and and they and like they paged her like twice and she didn't re, you know and then the third time i go like well i'm gonna fix this so i grabbed the pepper shaker and the people at my table my friends were like what's he doing and, and then when they came back they'll go like i don't know if we want to be seen with you anymore because they figured it out I, and they said what did you do i said well they said they wanted pepper to the cashier stand so i took pepper there I actually thought that would have been pretty cute. <laughs> but, but, you know. But I wasn't, we, we, we don't go out on a, on a, uh, I told, regular basis for I told you to you, do something cute like that. I told you I had that, that guy, you know, get mad at me, the homeless guy. Didn't I tell you about this a couple weeks ago? Homeless guy was hanging out in front of one of the stores. I've seen the guy there before, you know, and he says. He got mad at you? Oh, yeah, he got mad at me. 
and he's, he's got a cigarette, but he doesn't have anywhere to light it. He says, hey, man, you got a match? And I looked at him, and I go, yeah, my butt in your face. Did you really say that? <laughs> you did not. Stop it. I, I, see, this is what he does to me. Stop it. I'm... I'm, I'm mm. <laughs> You don't believe that happened? <laughs> Seriously, you don't believe it happened? <laughs> um, no. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's... And if he got mad at you, rightfully so. <laughs> Stop it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just... 717. It's, it's like, if you ever go on YouTube and you watch some of the classic comedy things. I mean, you know, once again, you go on YouTube and you watch like the old Johnny Carson shows, man, were some of those funny and boy, they made fun of everybody. They made fun of Jewish people. They made fun of black people, Latino people, you know, I mean, you name an ethnic, you know, a sex, you know, ethnic, and they're making fun of them. And everybody was like laughing. You know, you watched like some of these old, there's, there was a time, remember on TV, they had all these roasts and tonight we're roasting Dean Martin. And you know, these stars and Sammy Davis Jr. was always on the, 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 the DS, the DS, whatever. And, 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 and and uh, Don Rickles was always making fun of him because he was black, you know. And, and like one line, he's going like, "He says, yeah, he says, uh, he says, uh, Sammy, uh, Sammy used to live across town, but uh, he moved into my neighborhood, and so I had to move." I'm going, like, "Whoa, <laughs> you couldn't get away with that anymore." You know what I mean? I mean, and to the point where it's like, "Okay, so what happened?" You know, and you think about it, like if you trace the history of television, at one point in time, if you remember, you couldn't depict a man and a woman who were married in the same bed. Remember? And it had to be like if they showed them like... They had to have twin beds. Right. If they were going to bed at night, they were like, you know, night honey, night honey, he's in the left and she's in the right. You know, that's the way. And that was some code of ethics or something like that that all the networks subscribed to. And even to the point where Johnny Carson used to always kid about the fact that the NBC censor, it was a woman, they called her what, Priscilla Goodbody or something like that, that she would be in back... She would be in back, and the women who had, uh, shall we say, um, what's plunging necklines on their tops, gowns, whatever they came out on, that she would sew them up so there wasn't as much cleavage. And I'm going like, okay, in my lifetime, you know, you couldn't depict a husband and wife in the same bed. You couldn't show cleavage on The Tonight Show, you know, and now it's crazy time as far as all the stuff you see on cable and stuff like that. But yet there are certain things we've gone the other way and we can't say things anymore. We can't talk about the fact that, you know, that Jewish people eat bagels and black people eat fried chicken and Chinese people eat Chinese food and, you know, and Mexican people eat tacos. You can't say that kind of stuff anymore. Oh, you're 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 making fun of their ethnicity and you're and you're branding them as taco eaters. I go, well, you know, when you go to Taco Bell, you know, and remember, it used to be run for the border. They don't do that anymore because that's politically incorrect. Remember that advertising campaign? You can't do that anymore. You can't talk about the border, you know. And it's like, so when you go to Taco Bell, what kind of food is that? Well, it's ethnic food. What kind? Well, you can't say. You can't say what kind of ethnic food it is. Okay. So the running joke is... Where do you go if you if you don't have any relatives or if you're traveling from out of town? Where do you go on Christmas Day to eat dinner? Okay, you know the answer to this question? 
You go, oh. to a, you go to a Chinese restaurant because they don't observe Christmas. The Chinese restaurants are open on... Some of them do. Well, but, you know, it's one of the running jokes. And you, but one again, once again, nowadays, you can't say things like that. Well, well you, you can't make a comment about the fact that Chinese people, you know, don't observe Christmas. Okay, why can't you? Isn't that, isn't that a fact? Isn't it a fact? I think that that's a problem. Oh, I've heard people talk about that. You can't do that. You know, I mean, you know, and, and once again, the various things that, you know, that like, and I'm going like, okay, so isn't it like, you know, to the point where, where, um, I mean, like, I think I told you years and years and years ago when I worked for the police department, I used to go to the New York bagelry before bagels were everywhere. I used to go to New York bagelry and I used to, my dad loved bagels because when he was in World War II, you know, there were areas in, in, you know, in Europe where, you know, they had bagels and he loved bagels and you couldn't get bagels in St. Louis except for a couple places in the Jewish neighborhood, down in Olive. You know, matter of fact, where they want to tear it down. Matter of fact, if you remember the New York bagelry down there in Olive, uh, I do. It's in the shopping center. They're going to tear down because they're going to put the Costco there. Anyway, but I went to work one day and I made my lunch. I was working the day shift at the police department, and I normally work nights, but I was working the day shift. And I had my favorite thing was I would go to the New York bagelry. I'd slice up some bagels and I'd put salami on them. I took my my you know to work. So I go into work one day and I'm sitting in my office, my dispatcher's office, and one of the lieutenants comes in and he goes, he says what are you eating? And I go, it's a salami sandwich. He says, you put salami on a donut? I go, no, it's a bagel. He goes, what's a bagel? He had no idea what a bagel was. You know? I mean, that was back in the day. Because now you go to any grocery store, they're all over the place. You go to Schnucks, Deerberg's, you know, everybody has bagels. But way back when, the only place you could find them was in the Jewish neighborhood. Right? Am I kidding? That's you, true. You grew up in Clayton. I mean, you know, once again, it was like, you know, the, that was an area where, where, you know, Clayton University City, a lot of Jewish people because... You went to Pumpernickels, you went to right. Jewish Delicatessen. Right, right, right. Wydowns. Right, there were a bunch of places like that. Yes. And, and the reason for and that... And locks. Right, right, all that kind of stuff that yeah. if you go to like... The filter fish. Right, right, all that kind of ethnic food that you couldn't find like in yes. South County, you couldn't find in North County, it was all in that, in that neighborhood. So, so, but now the you can't... to die for. Right, right, right. There's another one. I love pastrami you can't i mean how many places in st louis have pastrami there's hardly any even like the the sandwich places if you go to like like once in a blue moon every once in a while they'll have pastrami at at subway and i know that there's a place out in chesterfield that i got hooked on when i my kids were going to school at mizzou called which witch you know which witch is uh-uh which witch and spelled w-h-i-c-h-w-i-c-h and it's sort of cool because you go in there and they got the various bags and they've got the the ingredients printed on the bag. So what you do is you grab a bag, you know, like a sandwich bag, and you grab a sandwich bag, and they got markers there, and you mark what you want on your sandwich. You, you know, like you put, like, you know, rye bread, you want, you know, salami, cheese, you know, black olive, stuff like that. And then you go to the cashier stand, and you turn in your bag, and you pay for it, and then when they, you know, when you're done, you go get your sandwich, and it's got all the stuff on it. And, um, you know, the one down in, in Columbia had pastrami, but the one in Chesterfield doesn't. And I went in there one time, oh, we don't have pastrami. Every once in a while we have it, but it's not. I'm like, okay, why don't you have pastrami? Well, we just don't have pastrami. Nobody wants pastrami. I want pastrami. And it's good, too. It is. They make it special. 724. Have you heard about Salt River Westplex Automotive? 107.1. I still like that song. Love the rhythm in that. Love the drum tracks, percussion, stuff like that. By the way, I have the official stuff. You ready? Autumn. I'm always ready for official stuff. Autumn will kick in tomorrow morning at 
8.30 a.m., September 22nd, 8.30 a.m. Now, here's what's interesting. I found an interesting site. Summer, summer 2020. Guess how long summer 2020 was. It's, we're still in it right now, but guess how long it will be. When it's done tomorrow, how long summer was. <clears throat> you ready? Uh-huh. 93 days, 15 hours, and 47 minutes. Hold on. My voice is gone. Hold on. Okay. That's summer. 93 days, 15 hours, 47 minutes. Autumn, when it starts tomorrow morning, how long will autumn be? 89 days, 20 hours, 31 minutes. Winter of 2021 will kick in December 21st at 4.02 a.m. It will be 88 days, 23 hours, and 35 minutes. And spring of 2021 will kick in on March 20th at 4.37 a.m., 92 days, 17 hours, and 54 minutes. So spring and summer are the two longest seasons, with autumn and fall being the shortest. And of the four seasons, at least this year, Winter is the shortest at 88 days. How about that? That's pretty, pretty amazing. I mean, did you ever heard? Have you ever heard those kind of statistics before? I thought I they, have not. I thought it was all like you know the same length of time, but apparently it's not. So, the equinox, and I think that has I, you know I remember my meteorology stuff. I do remember this now. Something the point with the Earth's rotation is not. I can't remember what it is. It's something that you know. I think I flunked that class, but. Anyway, <laughs> you, you laugh. You're funny. <laughs> no, you laugh. I think I did flunk that class. <coughs> Where'd that come from? Hairball. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Man, I don't know what's going on with me this morning. I uh, woke up this morning. I felt you know felt great, and I get on the air with Shelly, and the wheels fall off, right? Um, it's usually the way it happens, sir. Are you following the NFL season at all? I mean, are No, you, are, I'm not. Okay, yesterday... Kansas City played a game, and they were supposed to be favored. I don't even know who they played, but it was an exciting game where it went in overtime, and Kansas City won the game in overtime with a 58-yard field goal, okay? Now, here's what's interesting. Maybe it's just that I don't hang out with the right people, but, man, last year I remember a lot of people, and not necessarily sports fans, talking about sports. And this year I hardly hear anybody talking about sports, it's like it disappeared. Um, also, we talked about this earlier. We gave a little tease that the superintendent of Rockwood School District, which is all the fancy, the Marquette and the Lafayettes and the Eureka High School and what is that, Summit High School down there in, in I think that's actually in Fenton. Um, he's trying to work out a deal with other schools outside of St. Louis County to play games. Because, you know, Dr. Page, the St. Louis County executive, has still said, nope, can't do any high school sports, no sports, can't do any games. And so the superintendent in Rockwood is essentially saying, well, let's play our game somewhere else. Let's play Francis Howell or let's play whatever. What do you think of that, Shelley? Do you think that's right? Or, or according- I actually do think that's right. I think they're being very ingenious and trying to get out of a situation that um – is it is you know i don't know get you know made on them and they're just trying to do the best for the kids well do you think that's what it is or do you think it's just because of the fact that that the guy who's the superintendent out in rockwood is a football freak or something or a sports freak you know if he if he because here's the interesting thing let's say it was a woman who was running the rockwood school district the superintendent i'm not trying to you know pit men against women but you know most women are like eh 
they could take sports or leave it. You know, eh, it's okay. Some women are. Yeah, some of them. Some, there are some women that are very much sport fans, but I'm not one of them. Okay, but I, I would be safe to say, and, and you know, tell me, because you hang out with all the women in LBB and stuff like that. If you had a group of 50 women and 50 men, the chances are that the minority of women would be sports fans and the majority of men would be sports fans. Correct? Yes. Okay. So if a woman were superintendent of the Rockwood School District, would she care about playing the games in another county? I don't think so. <laughs> I had to think about that. I don't think so. <laughs> well, well, but but see, now here's the interesting thing. When I read the article at first, I thought, okay, well, they're going to try to, they're going to just try to, you know, set up games with, with, with other school districts that are out, like, for example, Francis Howell or Fort Zumwalt. But the problem there is they've already got a full schedule because they're pretty much playing teams within St. Charles County because of the, what is it, the GAC, that that like uh, the Gateway Athletic Conference that like Fort Zumwalt and most of the St. Charles County schools are in. So like, you know, one week, uh, you know, Zumwalt East is playing Zumwalt South. And then the next week, Francis Howell North is playing, you know, uh, you know, Wentzville Holt or whatever they, you know, what the teams are called now, Timberland, things like that. So yeah. What's interesting about this is that once I read the article, I think to myself, now, hold on a minute now. Is he talking about actually playing these teams from other counties? Or is he talking about, like, renting the fields? <clears throat> is he talking about, like, hold on a minute. I don't know what's going Brian's on with my voice. Hair, Paul. Ugh. Is he talking about, like, renting, like, <laughs> Francis Howell's field and, like, doing a a you know a, a Thursday night game or like let's say let's say Francis Howell is away this coming Friday I don't know the schedule let's just pretend they're away this this coming Friday and they're not playing at Francis Howell is he talking about like finding the team that that Rockwood would normally have played and moving the game to Francis Howell I'm going like interesting you know because, yeah I don't know the answer to that question now you know you know. There's got to be some parents in Rockwood who are going like, this is terrible. I can't believe he's trying to do this. And then in light of the fact that there are two teams, and I can't remember the two teams, but down in Jefferson County that played each other a couple weeks ago, and after the game, a bunch of the the, the, team, the guys in one team were tested positive for, for Charlie 1-9. And so both teams have been quarantined. They can't go to class. I don't think they're going to class anyway. It's probably virtual. But they're quarantined for like two weeks, and they can't play. So they had to forfeit the games. You're going like, okay, so how does that work? You know? God, this is so weird. You know, this whole year. You know? Jeez Louise. You know, there was a thing, or was it there in some place, I, I, I heard this over the weekend, there was some place that put in a mandatory mask. It's some place around the air. It's not in St. Louis County or St. Charles County. I can't remember what city it was. They put in a mandatory mask rule in their in their uh, their uh, uh, their uh, code, you know, their municipal code. And so many people complain because you could get fined. In other words, a police officer would see you walking down the street in this particular municipality. He could pull you over, sir, you don't have your mask on. That's a $100 fine. And so many people complain they're going to take it out. And then if you read the stories on CNN, they're always talking about, you know, the Trump rally where nobody's wearing masks, you know, and then but Joe Biden's always wearing a mask. Um, and uh, you can't understand what the hell he's saying if he has the mask on or off. Did you hear all the stuff he said over last week? You know, did, did you, you know? Sometimes I wonder when he when he seems fully, um, you know, with it because normally he doesn't. 
But when he does seem thoroughly with it, I wonder if that's his double. 200 million people have died in the United States. 200 million people have died of, of the virus. 200 million. Okay, the population is only 330 million. So two-thirds of the people in the United States are dead. Did you know that? Maybe that's why I don't feel well lately, because I'm actually dead. And then, and then he also said, which what, I couldn't believe this to the point where I put this on my Facebook page. CNN, CNN put an article on their website about how he made two huge mistakes in, in, in campaign stops over the weekend where he talked about that after uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, that Donald Trump has not, you know, won't release the list of people that were going to be his perspective uh, of, you know, candidates for the Supreme Court. And the crazy thing is that he's done that, like, over the last couple of weeks, and he got criticized for it. And he actually came out and said, okay, I've put my list out there for Supreme Court judges. Now Joe Biden should put out his list. So over the weekend, twice he talks about how, like, and Donald Trump has not said who he's going to be. I'm going, like, he's put that list out two weeks ago. I'm going like, you know, and even CNN called him the task going like, no, he's he's wrong. He said that Trump hasn't done this and Trump has done this. I'm going like, wow, for CNN to correct Biden. Whoa. You know? Yeah. And and I, you know what else he said? Oh, was, I saw that. I did see that last night. Yeah, I put that on my Facebook page because I'm like, holy cow, can you that believe? That must have been where I saw can it. Can you believe CNN is correcting Biden? I mean, like, you know, normally they're in the, you know, CNN's in the tank for the Dems and, and Fox is in the tank for the Repubs, you know. And then the other crazy thing was, did you hear what Joe Biden said over the weekend? No. He said he listens to BS in the morning and he actually likes it. Westplex 107.1, I'm the only one you need. See, simple as that, shall I? I'm it. I'm the only one. You are the only one, Brad. <laughs> yeah, I wish that were the case. Uh, Nobody could stay on the mornings with me every day throughout the week. You are just a trooper. And you think I, I, I'm, I'm doing this after I get off the air? You know, I take my toupee off and you know, I pull my hair off, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know that about you. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, should, you want to you hear the story of... <clears throat> Man, I don't know what's going on with my voice this morning. Hairball, I told you. It's a change in the weather. It's a change in the seasons, you season pusher. Do you want the story of my UPS, uh, USPS thing that I sent, which is still bouncing around the country? <laughs> okay. Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, I keep getting, because I've got text updates as to where my 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 thing is and let me think here it is right here where'd it go okay here we go okay this is something that i this is next day air that i sent on you ready for this okay yeah i sent it originally on tracking history okay i sent it originally on august 24th okay Okay. Shows USPS in possession on August 24th, St. Louis. August 25th, it's at the St. Louis Distribution Center. August 26th, it's still at the St. Louis Distribution Center. August 26th, it's still there. August 26th, it's still there. August 26th, it's arrived at the USPS facility. August 26th, it arrived at the post office. August 26th, out for delivery. August 26th, um, attempted delivery. Then it disappears. And it reappears on September 5th in Indianapolis. 
And it's on September 5th, it's Indianapolis. September 6th, it's in Indianapolis. September 9th, it's in St. Louis. September 10th, it's at St. Louis. And September 14th, it's in transit to the next facility. And then on 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 September 14th, it says, return to sender processed. Then September 15th, it arrived at the USPS regional facility. September 15th, departed USPS regional facility. Uh, September 16th, arrived at a USPS facility. And September 16th, arrived at post office. <laughs> and this was next day air. It's around the world in 80 days. <laughs> I'm telling you. How do you know? It's like... What in the world is going on with that? And I sent, I think I told you this, I sent a certified letter to a governmental agency that I had to send certified because they wanted, you know, certified. I sent it on a Monday, and I got tracking on it, and it went from the St. Louis Post Office to the downtown post office because this is a governmental agency that has a post office box at the main post office downtown. It took a week to get there, literally. I tracked it every day, and it's like, okay, today it's, where is it today? And it, like, disappeared for three or four days. There was no tracking on it for three or four days. And then it showed up in transit, and then literally I mailed it on a Monday. And a Monday, the Monday afterwards, it got delivered. So it went from one post office in St. Louis to the main post office. And the crazy thing is the post office I mailed it at in St. Louis is about eight miles away from the post on the main post office in downtown okay so maybe maybe 10 so it took a week to go eight miles and to end up in the post office box downtown i'm going like okay i don't get it how 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 does that happen you know what i mean it it just happens. It happens with everybody, and you love the post office. I do. I love the post office. I, I love the post office. Now, here's what's interesting. It's like, see, here's what's interesting. Me being a fast food guy, I can tell you which McDonald's is good and which McDonald's is bad. I can tell you which Wendy's is good and which is bad. And I can tell you that the French fries taste better at this McDonald's than they do at another McDonald's. Okay, I'm a connoisseur of fine fast food. And it's the same way with me and post offices. I probably, you know, in a week, probably do business at four or five different post offices. And I can tell you the ones that got their act together. And I can tell you the ones that I just hate going in there. Because it's like, oh, my God, I got to go to that post office. And there's one post office, which shall remain nameless, a very large post office. I don't care when I go there. Eight o'clock, you know, nine o'clock in the morning, ten o'clock, two in the afternoon. There's one window that's open, one window, and that's it. And you wait, and you wait, and you wait. And I can go to another post office, um, and it's like bang, 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 bang. There's you know, there's four windows. Somebody's at each one of the windows. They're you know, moving people through. Okay, yes, sir. Can I help you with that? You know, yes, sir. Okay, thank you very much. You know, thanks for coming in and using the USPS. And at the other post office, you go in there, and it's like you know. You can read their minds going like, oh, my God, another stinking customer. I got to wait on this guy. I don't like doing this. You know what I'm saying? You're funny. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, you know, it's like you can see the look on their face like, okay, I know you don't like doing this. Right? Yeah. There's a lot of people that seem like that to the, the nowadays. Well, you know. It, it, it's true. 
It's sort of sad. Now, but here's the crazy thing, okay? And I don't, I'm, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. I have never had bad service at a Culver's, okay? I don't know where they get no, these they, kids. They, they are excellent at what they do. And, and although I don't go there that much, I've never had bad service at a Chick-fil-A. I've had bad chicken at a Chick-fil-A that was cold last time I ate it. But, you know, to the point where, and how is it that you can pull into a Chick-fil-A and you can be like car number 20 and you can get your order in under five minutes and you can go into Burger King and you can be car number three and you're there for 20 minutes? I don't get that. How is because that? they don't have place. They don't uh, move them forward. What do you mean they don't move them forward? In the drive-through line. Yeah, but but once again, if you go to Chick Fil A, people about got to be getting their chicken. It's not like they're stacking them out in the parking lot, you know. And you half an hour later, I mean, I mean, a couple of them to the point where, like, for example, there's traffic jams. If you if you ever been down on on Chesterfield Airport Road, okay, there's a Chick Fil A down there. They come out of the, you know, they're wrapped around the parking lot. They come out of the little, um, you know, a little uh, road there in front of Amini's, you know, that big the place with the Copper Dome. Yeah. They yeah, come yeah. out the entrance road and they come out on the Chesterfield Airport Road. OK. And if you get in that line, chances are you're going to have your chicken under 10 minutes. And yet if you're and you're let's say there's like maybe, you know, 30, 40 cars in front of you and you go to Burger King and your car number three. And it takes you 20 minutes. And then they screw your order up. It's like, how is that possible? And it's like, the worst is, you know who the worst is? Maybe perhaps it's the working environment. Kentucky Fried Chicken is the worst. Yeah, they are. I'm, they, com- I'm, I'm not going to lie. The, they are. The last time I went to Kentucky Fried Chicken, this is a true story. I ordered my order, sat down in a little waiting area, and sat there. I looked at my watch. Five minutes goes by. Ten minutes goes by. 15 minutes goes by, and I'm going like, and there wasn't, there weren't a lot of people in there. And finally, there's nobody at the counter. So I'm walking up there going like, you know, can I just have my money back? There's nobody there. I just left. I go, okay, I give up. They won. They got my five bucks for my, whatever my meal was or stuff like that. Give up. Not going to go there. I've never been there since. And yet you can go through Canes and be like car number 20 and have the stuff like in under five minutes. How is that possible? How is it that Canes is relatively new, you know, can get you through their line in a hurry? Because that's all they have is chicken. Yeah, but that's chicken, all... Chicken, Texas toast, and fries. But that's all Kentucky Fried Chicken has. They have chicken. That's not true. They've got they've got um, a bunch of sides. They've got, like, this but there's all sorts chicken of, bowl. You can get that stuff at, like... There's stuff like that at Canes, too. There's other weird stuff on there. It's not no, just all chicken. it's really not. You know? But that's okay. There's no pastrami at Cane's. I know that. It bothers me every time. <laughs> yeah, there's no pastrami at Cane's. That yeah. is a true statement. 802. You're funny. Westplex 107.1. Oh it is BS in the morning. I'm Shelly. She is Brad. It is 807. I am uh, just really getting into this fall weather. Even though it's not fall yet, it's still summer. You've seen the sunsets the last couple of nights? I have. Haven't they just been gorgeous? I'm going like, man, we need more of that particulate matter in the in the air. You know, all that smoke coming from the west. You know, Beautiful. Ah, crazy stuff. Have you seen the map of like all the, the fires out there? Holy cow. It's like the whole, I have not. It's like the whole west coast is on fire. Anything from like, you know, south of L.A. all the way up through Oregon into Washington State. It's like, man. And you know what? It's all global warming. 
everything is global warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the fact that when I, you know, um, when I went, I called, you know, I, I talked last hour about the, the bad service I got at the Kentucky Fried Chicken where I gave up and I called the 800 number and one of the people called me back and I go, told them that, that you know, I never got my order and I just left. And the guy says to me, sir, we apologize, but that was global warming. I go, okay, I understand now. Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't believe me. <laughs> okay. You don't believe me. Um, no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, don't like to talk about negative things. If you went anywhere yesterday and you went to a quickie mart and you saw the Post-Dispatch, the actual print edition of the uh, Post-Dispatch, and it was on the website as well, too, and there's a picture it shows a woman detective, and she's behind the police line. And you know how they put the little number, little number triangles um, on the on the the evidence. You know when they have like a shooting. You know what I'm talking about, like the shell casings and things like that. Yes, yes, yes. And I think they were like up to in the 30s, and this was like some shooting, you know, where three people were murdered. Okay, so we've already hit the total number right now of murders in the city. Of St. Louis for all of 2019, we've already we're already there, and they're saying at the rate that's going that we will this will be like the worst homicide record in the city for 25, maybe even longer years. Okay, how do you feel about that? Because yet you and I, St. Charles County is where you spend most of your time. Um, does that bother you? Is like ah, it's the city. Eh, eh, don't really care. It's the city, or does that concern you? It, it concerns me. Why? Why? Yeah. Because it's my city. Okay, but even, I grew up there. Even to the point where, now, here's what's sort of interesting, okay? You get to the point where it's like, okay, every day, it's, you know, okay, you know, you read the paper, you listen to the news, you know, three people shot in North City, two people murdered, and it gets to the point where I think it's sad because people sort of become immune to that, but... What one of the big stories was this morning, and we didn't even talk about it, was a, sh- a shooting in Chesterfield, where apparently two guys were at one of the little recreation facilities. I won't mention which one, uh, but they're off of Edison, and they got into a tussle. I'm with that word again. I like that. A tussle in the parking lot, and the one guy shot the other guy, and the shooter jumped in his car and split and apparently the Chesterfield police chased him for a while, and then the county police chased him up in the North County, and then something happened where the county police car hit another car, wrecked or something like that, and the chase ended, and the guy got away. Now, that's big news, because that never happens in Chesterfield. At least you don't hear about it when it does, okay? So, yeah. okay, big news. Guy shot in the parking lot Chesterfield. Oh, my God, it's terrible. But yet... You know, how many people over the weekend? And it's like going to Chicago. I mean, you read the statistic in Chicago. It's like mind-boggling how many people on a weekend get murdered and shot. But if someone said to you, hey, Shelly, we've got a big event that we want you to be at, and we're going to pay you to be at, and it's in Chicago, would you have a problem with going to Chicago to do an event? I wouldn't. So you'd get on a plane or the train or whatever, or you drive up there and go like, eh, it's Chicago, no big deal. Yeah. Okay, so... If that same person said, hey, Shelly, we've got an event for you. It's in North City. It's, you know, um, you know, on, on, off of St. Louis Avenue. And we want you to be there at 9 o'clock on Friday night. Would you go? 
knowing how North City is, <laughs> yeah, only because my babes that was her her stomping grounds right, when, when she, she was, was paramedic, a paramedic for the city, right? You'd say no. I'd, I'd probably say no. Okay, it's like it's like that's why I won't go to Crown Candy at night, probably because they're not open. Well, it's like me, and you know, once again, when I used to fly helicopters every day of my life, twice a day, I would you know go to the airport in the morning, drive through East St. Louis, through Sauge to the airport, and then you know come back in the morning and then do the same thing in the afternoon. Drive across Papa Street Bridge, south on Route Three, go through East St. Louis, end up in Sauge, go down Route Three, go to the airport, and then come back out again at night. It never bothered me. And even to the point where I've been to East St. Louis several times, and people talk about like, oh my God, you're in East St. Louis? I go, yeah, no big deal. It's like, you know, once again, it's to the point where I think sometimes we, these things are overblown and to the point where it's like, you know, or did you feel, weren't you, did you feel like, you know, like with the, the, the you know, vacation with the, the Chevy Chase movie in a long time where they get, you know, you know, North City, whatever, stuff like that. I mean, to me, it just doesn't bother me. I mean, I could care less. And to the point where being a guy that used to go, you know, went to school at SIU Edwardsville, I was in Illinois all the time. There's so many people who won't go across the river. Oh, I don't go. I don't go across the river. Oh, it's dangerous over there. Yeah, it's dangerous. Have you been in Alton lately? You know, Alton's a very nice city, very historic downtown area, you know, beautiful downtown area, all the old buildings, stuff like that. River, what a beautiful view it is. You know, get on the bluff, some of those buildings, some of them, you know, okay, no big deal. I don't have a problem there. People, oh my God, I wouldn't go to Alton either. I wouldn't have a problem with Alton. Okay. Okay. I'm just curious because I think that, that you know, we get so, so people get so into, into well, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You know, and I think it's sort of sad. I mean, all the crazy stuff that, that people are missing out on just because of the fact that like, and you know, like for example, um, I know people now who will never set foot on the Metrolink. God, I, this happened a couple of weeks ago when I said something to somebody about like, oh, I love the Metrolink. They look at me like, what? You go on the Metrolink? I go, yeah. Oh, my God, that's the world's worst place. I go, look, I've been on the Metrolink probably hundreds of times. The only time I ever had any incident was, <laughs> I think I told the story, when we were on the train with the cops, when the, the train was filled with cops, and we were going down to the, to the guns and hoses thing. And that was sort of interesting because some guys jumped on the train and the cops all sort of reached for their guns, but they didn't really grab their guns. You know what I'm saying? They were adjusting their coats. They were all playing, you know, they were all civilian. They were all, they, you know, they were all cops, but they were wearing their, yeah. ci- their civvies. They weren't in their uniform. And they were all adjusting their suit coats and their jackets so they could get quick access to their, to their weapon. And my son and I were between them and these guys that jumped on the train who were up to no good, obviously. And then when they got on the train and realized, oh my God, we're on a train with a bunch of cops. We better get off. And a couple stops later, they get off. So that was probably the only time I was worried because I told my son, I said, we're in the crosshairs. By the way, I talked to my son. I should call him this morning. He still doesn't, as of last night, he still doesn't have electricity down in Pensacola. Oh, wow. Yeah. You should call him. He had electricity for for like, as he said, 20 seconds. <laughs> he was at his place. The lights came on. Heard the refrigerator kick on. Hey, electricity. Boom. Goes back off again. It's gone. So, you know. And, and, and he had some issues. A, a part of his problem is that one of the trees that fell over at his place broke part of the electric line, and they broke the, the neutral line. So I told him, I said, eh, you don't want to mess with that. You need to have them replace that. 
the neutral line. Yeah. You Sounds have, like a thing. Well, you have you have you know when you have you know what they call single phase electricity, you have you have three wires that come into your house. You have the two hots and a neutral. And I know this gets complicated, but if you lose your neutral, you'll still have 240 volts, but you won't be able to have 120 unless you have a real good ground. It's complicated, but essentially, I hate when I lose my neutral. Well, <laughs> essentially, it's like it's like one of those things that 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 can be very detrimental to appliances and things like that. And I told him, I said, you need to, you need to pop your main breaker because what's going to happen is it's going to burn out your compressor in your refrigerator and compressing your air conditioner. Because a lot of times if you run them on low voltage, that's when they burn up. They can't handle low voltage. They, you know, they, they can tolerate high voltage to a certain extent, but if you drop to a certain level on an air conditioner or, um, you know, like air conditioner compressor or a refrigerator, it burns the compressor up. You'd think, okay, now why is it going slower burn it up well it's just the way the thing's designed and if it goes at a lower speed it will has has detrimental effects on it and that's why if you have like brownouts that's when you hear people talk about their air conditioner gets blown up or their refrigerator or freezer gets blown up when you have a brownout because it's low voltage isn't that crazy you'd think it was just the other way around it but, is definitely cray cray yeah but and and what's interesting is he said his lights wouldn't come on and i said what kind of lights do you have and he says, they're all LED. I go, that's your problem. And you know the deal on that? Uh-uh. If you have incandescent with, with uh, you know, the, the filaments in it, they'll work at lower voltage. They just won't be as bright. With your LED lights, it takes a certain voltage for them to be at, for them to essentially to fire. Otherwise, they won't come on. Certain, certain LEDs will, but typically if, if, if you run an LED at a voltage that's low, a lot of times it just won't come on. It won't come on, you know, because now you see it. It's a little bit different now because now the new generation of LED bulbs say they're dimmable. You know what I mean? Which means... Yes, but they're not. Why? You, you have trouble with that? Yes. Yours, yours don't dim? No. Well, that's because they won't work on low voltage. That's how, that's how the whole dimmer works. If you have a dimmer with incandescent bulbs, all it does is just decreasing the voltage. And as you decrease the voltage, the, the filament doesn't glow as, as, as much and you get less light. But the LEDs are different. So you got dimmable LEDs that don't dim. What do they go? They, they get to a certain point and they come on. They won't dim. Correct. Yeah. Well, man, aren't we helping? But everyone? I want to know about the mayor of St. Louis, how she moved out of her house. She moved. Did she say why? Because they kept protesting at her house. Same thing with the mayor in Portland. He moved, too. They moved. Isn't that Did sad? Did they say where? No. Is it supposed to be... Secret. Common knowledge? Uh, they moved That's to... That's not the word, uh, but you know what? something like that. Mayor Cruson moved um, moved over to Sage. <laughs> I'm sure she would love to hear that. <laughs> no, she moved. Seriously, I'm I know. Not, I'm not making that up. That's what I'm saying. I'm sure she would love to hear that. No, well, it, you know, and how sad is that? You know, people show up at your house. To me, that's like off limits. If you're like whatever you are, if you're a representative, you know, uh, you know, some kind of politician, you know what? Come and protest at my office. Come and protest when I'm doing a public speaking engagement or something like that. But you know what? Leave my family in my house alone. You know what I mean? To me, that's like off I, limits. I agree. Totally 100%. off limits. It's like you know, like just don't and and. You know what the thing for me is? You see now, if that happened to me, just like, what do I say? <laughs> Shelly knows me well enough. Okay, here's a little drill. When we're someplace and some lunkhead on his Harley drives by with no muffler, what do I always say? 
You always give me grief about having to ride, and it's always some Harley sitting there busting his pipes, and it's right there, and blah, 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 blah. But what I always say, I always say, I want to find out where that guy lives, and I'm going to go take one of my cars. Yeah, you do always say that. That is true. I'm going to cut the muffler off, and I'm going to pull up underneath his bedroom window at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm going to start my (laughs) car up, and I'm going to gun the engine. And the guy's going to come, hey, man. Yeah, you do say that. It's it's noisy. What are you doing? Dude, don't you have a Harley with straight pipes? Yeah, man, but that's different. It's a Harley. They don't have straight pipes, Brad. They they just don't have baffles. They don't. They Shelly, they don't have... Straight pipes are illegal. Yeah, well, guess what? They're driving around with straight pipes. I can, I can go to a parking. They're not driving around with straight pipes. They're driving around with no baffles in their pipes. Shelly, trust Brad. me. Brad, they're driving around with straight pipes. I know. I know for a fact. Okay, because you know, because you've ridden. I got guys that own Harleys. They tell me this. They got straight pipes. Because look, you can physically look at a motorcycle and you can see the entire exhaust system okay comes out of the exhaust manifold of the you know the the cylinder head and the pipe goes back and there ain't no there nothing in it between the cylinder head and the end of the pipe it's a straight pipe there's no baffle no muffler no nothing okay they're running straight pipes I, I said, okay, I'm and, agreeing with and you. And once again, if I did that to my car, I'd get a ticket. I think bef- you're wrong, before but I got, I'll agree with you just to I'd get make a, things well, fine. I'd get a ticket before I drove two miles. Yeah, well, that's the kind of, um, <laughs> what's the word? Luck you have. <laughs> or luck, not luck. Okay, we're done. Um, what do you well, got? that went fast, didn't it? Oh, God. Time flies when you're being tortured. Uh <laughs> Hey, stop that. Take that back twice. Oh, okay. Okay, there it is twice. Okay, that's it. Back tomorrow. Don't forget, listen to the radio station. Lots of good Don't advertisers. Don't you wish we could do that? Thanks to there our... There are so many things in my life I wish I could take back. Thanks to our sponsor, Salt River Automotive. They're there in Salt River. Get your car fixed there. Angie, uh, Angie Harness, you need to buy a house, need to sell a house. She is the lady. She will take care of you, uh, especially if uh, you're up there in years. She specializes in helping seniors uh, relocate, and move, families. and their families, things like that. Both excellent people to deal with. Salt River Automotive and Angie Harness, uh, she's a Keller Williams person. Okay? Yes, she is. That's and it. she's amazing, as is... Uh, Salt River Automotive. I actually spent the day with them over at the uh, at the uh, golf tournament. And you'll admit that? I will. <laughs> okay. It was so much fun. Okay, we're done. You know, I got to hang with Caleb, and you know how hilarious he is. He's pretty interesting. 822.